Hello everyone, it's Joe here and welcome to episode number 18 of the Snake Draft FPL League podcast. In this show, we'll be going through all the key issues in Draft Fantasy Premier League. There'll be a bit about our league, which is hosted by the website Draft Fantasy Football. We use official FPL scoring with the addition of Kante points, which are one extra point per every two tackles or interceptions. So while we're focused on DFF, what we chat about will also definitely apply to official FPL and Togger-style Draft Fantasy as well. We'll also chat through a couple of general football and fantasy topics, such as team and player comparisons. If you're listening on audio and you haven't seen the YouTube channel, I definitely advise going over there because we do a few more bits than just the podcast. Snake Draft FPL is a 12-man head-to-head league, and I'm joined today by two of them. Dave has returned from the dead. Dave, it's, it's been a while. You were on the Christmas show, but other than that, you've been avoiding the pod. How are you? Yeah, yeah, yeah I'm good. Just been busy, but I'm um, glad to be back. Busy. <laughs> busy. <laughs> oh, yeah, I've <laughs> Good. Nice to have yeah, you back. back. Nick, same old. How are you? Yeah, yeah all good here. Bit worried about the game week, but we'll get to that. We, we certainly will. Uh, yes, Sorry. we certainly will. Right. Uh, let's go straight into that then. Um, we're currently recording at pretty much the halfway stage of Game Week 21. Um, well, it, we're over halfway, but it's, it's the, the gap. So we will have a look at the games as they stand at the moment and see what's going on. We will start with my game. I am playing Mike and I am beating him... I'm on 42 points and he's on 31. I've got five players left to play and he's <clears> just the one. So it's looking pretty comfortable for me so far. Um, nothing really outstanding apart from, you know, I, I had the Allen assist, Jota assist, uh, Davis clean sheet, and then a Gordon brace for my last minute pickup, which I was very excited by. Um, yeah, so I've, I sh- looks like I should win, really. Mike's not. Mike had that last-minute Rodri goal, which I thought might be a real pain. Mane goal as well, but he's just yeah, a lot of ones, a lot of ones in his back line. So yeah, I've yeah, got a few doubles to go. Made some so. poor mistakes. Yeah, I was surprised. Yeah, oh yeah, he got rid of Kovacic and um, he picked up a load of players off the waivers in antip- anticipation for the double game week. Like before it was announced, so he picked up a load of like Villa yeah, players, picked up Sissoko, like all the like a uh, Ben Me as well. All these players that were supposedly maybe going to get a double, then they none of them did. The double game he got announced, and then he just kept them all. <laughs> so yeah, a bit of a strange one, really. So he ended up with all these players that he thought was going to have a double game, he actually didn't, um, and never changed it. So there we are then. Uh, yeah, that's me pretty much squared away, to be honest. Uh, next up, we have got Nick versus Nath. Nath is all out on 50. Nick is on 29 with three to play. Nick, how do you feel? Do you reckon you can get, what? what is it, you need 21 points for a draw from your three boys? Yeah, not really, considering it's three Everton players. So I've got Godfrey, Decorah and Calvert-Lewin left to play. And uh, oh, really good. they are but then it's also Everton. I really could have done with that Calvert-Lewin. If he scored that penalty, might be a bit of a different game. We might have had a bit of a chance, but never say never, but it's not looking good. No, I mean... Oh, you don't need the points, really, let's be honest. (laughs) Yeah, but I still... This means I've got my fifth fifth win in a row, so Mm. it's a bit annoying. I think we'll all be happy for Nate to win, just... To open up those yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, to be honest, I'm like, I hope Nath wins every week now. He's definitely every in the playoffs, week, yeah. so like, I hope he wins Can't every week. It. Good luck to you, Nath. I hope the luck continues. Um, 
You've got a chance though, Nick, I'd say. I mean, it's a lot. 20, what, what did I say? 21 points for the draw. Yeah, 21 for draw, 22 for the win. Uh, so like... I would need... So I would need... You, you need and, and, go on, yeah. you, you probably and, yeah. need three attacking returns and a clean sheet, I'd say. Yeah. So what? The Cavalier and Brace that's a, that's quite or a or... Yeah, that's yeah, and it got through clean. That's quite a lot. I mean, but it is Everton against Norwich. But Everton yes. have been great. But Norwich is a team you want to play. So you, yeah, I'd say you've got a slim chance. Um, slim chance. Yeah, yeah. I think Norwich will score. Yeah, so do I. <laughs> I reckon my my like anticipation is Norwich will score in like the fourth minute, and then you're like, well, <laughs> that was it. <laughs> that's it then. Yeah. Um, uh, okay, I, I mean, I didn't have high hopes for this game week personally, so I'm not too fussed about it. No, lose. yeah, you had some tough fixtures, didn't you? And uh, uh-huh. Nath, and I mean, Nath, as as you know, he's done pretty well, but I mean, it's the Dallas 14 points. It's the Dallas 14 that, points, yeah, yeah, that has really like sealed the deal. Um, he only got, he only got, I thought he got two attacking returns, but he only got a goal, goal and. Uh, four Kante points and three bonus. That is fourteen points. (laughs) That is pretty wild, actually. I yeah, that's that's crazy. I didn't realize it was. I thought I just thought you got two two attacking returns and max bonus, but yeah, that's that's pretty unlucky. Uh, okay, then on to Dave. Uh, I thought your game was really close, Dave, until I did the prep and realised that actually you've, you've, pro- you've probably yeah. won. So you're on 35, think- Boar's on 31, Boar's got three to play and you've got six to play. Yeah, I think I think it will be 35 because unless Cresswell suddenly becomes fit, he comes yeah. in for Zinchenko and then yeah. Pookie comes in for Grealish. But I, I do think it'll be Pookie and Martinelli. Um, but yeah, I think six, five, six players left to go. So I don't. I mean, Cresswell could play. Jordan's got. I think yeah, in ten, in what is it, seven, eight days time. It's like another eight days from now. Yeah. Yeah. So that 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 fills me with confidence a little bit to give a bit more time. But um, Jordan has got the free six boys. uh, But I haven't got any hope in Benderak anyway. So and I don't think Teller will play. So you know, Jordan McAllister was the only one really that done anything for him. Uh, I didn't. 17. I didn't expect. I did. Uh, I. I it, that United game was either going to be Ronaldo and De Gea go mad for points, or it, they were going to get to a three points each. And luckily, it went went the second. So, um, but I'm happy. I think. I think, I, think I, should, if, I should get it. If um, if De Gea had saved that Moutinho shot, I don't want to you know rub in salt in George's words. Oh yeah, right? he would have had like nine. If De, Gea, if De Gea had saved that, he would have got an extra save point. He would have got four for the clean sheet, and he would have got max bonus. So that's an eight point, eight point save that would have been, mm-hmm. which is. Pr- and then you'd be thinking, this is fucking close now. Yeah, I, 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 thought, I honestly thought, I thought they keep that clean sheet. De Gea would have been on about ten. I think I, I've, I've got a bit of work to do for the game. I've got. I need. I think if all my players blank and get two points each. I, I've probably won. I would have thought, but like, I would have expected my players would need to get a goal or assist to get out, mm-hmm. to get something out of it. Um, yeah. But, yeah. Um, I hopefully we're on to the next one because um, I just want to keep keep winning now. Yeah, that's that. This is the nitty gritty stage of the season where you need to mm. start winning games and get out of the way. Um, yeah, 
Uh, next up, we'll have a look around the rest <clears> of the league. A game that uh, all three of us, well, me and Dave especially, have got our eyes keenly on is Ben versus John. John's currently in that fourth place spot in the league, which is where we all want to get to for playoffs. Uh, John's on 36 with two to play. Ben's on 52 with four to play. So Ben is looking like he's in a great position. Uh, that Wolves clean sheet really, you know, kind of put a foothold in the in the game for him. Uh, he's had he's having a quietly good week, and his team looks on paper not the best. <laughs> Some would say awful, but yeah. <laughs> I mean, he actually he's getting ticks along like, Sanchez, like every yeah. week. Um, yeah, uh, you know, yeah. The Sanchez goal is is is. You got you got the Pazuma just to you know classic six points. Um, all quite all can take points. Four can take points from Pazuma, so he's just plodding along with him. But I think I think he'll win, and it really blows the playoffs open. Wow, well, that fourth spot open open anyway. I think top yeah. three, unless Nick loses this week, um, that could you know he's only within five points then. But with Joe. Most likely winning, me most likely winning. Um, I think that could separate the top top seven. I looked at it, Connor. I don't think Connor's any any good. So yeah, that, that, that I I mean, we'll, we'll come really on to the league be... table shortly. But I think there's going to be some some groups. There's some groups forming. Mm. It was a free for all earlier in the season, but there's definitely uh, yeah some groups falling forming. Uh, next game, Brad is on forty six with three to play, and he is playing Mac. 32 or two to play. Brad is such a weasel. He all week has been telling me that he thinks he's going to lose and he's like, oh no, Max Max got me, I think. Max is going to win. Max is going to win. So before I totted it all up properly, I was expecting a close game here. It's not even, it's not even close. Max, it's not even like Max got superstars left. The two players he's got left are Janssen and Tielemans, who may or may not play. I mean, Come on, Brad. Sort yourself yeah, out. It's Brad all over, Mister Negative. And then he's got he's Brad's got potentially three West Ham assets. Yeah, yeah. At, at Norwich. So Brad's had a pretty solid week. A um, couple of clean sheets. Declan Rice with another it's, return. It's the Harrison goal because it, the, Harrison. Max owned him all season. He drafted him and he dropped him, <laughs> and he's just got two it. years. Max owned Mac had him last year as well. <laughs> yeah, that is funny. Uh, so yeah, Brad, you, you're winning. Just admit it. Like, come on, you win. Uh, you've won that. So that that is unfortunate because I was hoping for a Mac win then to you know really uh, really open things up for me and Dave. Uh, and then the last game of the week, really really boring. George's on 47. Corn is on 17 with two to play. Connor's team. <laughs> we talk about it. We've talked about it a lot. I can officially start talking shit to him soon because I'm about to overtake him in the table. Finally, um, I mean, I'll just for the audio listeners: Fabianski two, Canate zero, Varane two, Tellez zero, Havertz three, Bruno one, McTominay two, Hudson Odoi one, Adam Armstrong yet to play, Mope five, his only return of the week, Greenwood one, Matip zero, Robertson zero, Charleston zero, Lookman zero. <laughs> <laughs> oh god no more needs to be said on that <laughs> no let's just leave it there George Straight to the league team, has, had a, has had a pretty good week few goals classic George high 40s that's bog stand for yeah, him he's taking away every week isn't he? yeah, yeah. yeah. And with, he'll with, be there with Kovacic on his bench 
fourth, with fifth, yeah. 13 points, he's not even going to get him. No, yeah, it would have been 60 if, if, he, uh, if he had those points. Yeah, okay, let's move on to the league table then because it's starting to get really spicy. Uh, we've obviously got Nath clearing away at the top on 46. He's done. He's in the playoffs. We've then got, as it stands before the end of this week, Jordan Nick on 39. Uh, so they're currently eight points clear of fifth, which is a pretty solid gap. You'd have to go on a bit of a slide to um, get out of it now. Uh, George, you know, probably going to win this Nick this this week. Nick's probably going to lose, so that gap will will shrink. John is on thirty four, um, and is losing as it stands. Brad's on thirty one and is winning, uh, so they should be level. Then it's Dave on 30, 30 so one point behind Brad and, and four points off playoffs as it stands. But that gap will be shrinking probably. Then it's Connor on twenty seven. Uh, and me on 25 and I'm winning and probably will win. So I'll be up to 28. So that it's all shrinking, shrinking around sort of fourth, fifth, sixth, seventh. Then it will be Connor, Mac, Ben and Boar in their own little group fighting for the second Sacco spot and Mike uh, down the bottom on 16. And he is going to be adrift. Poor old Mike. (laughs) He's going to be eight points adrift. Uh, which is ironic because I think Nate's going to be eight points clear. So <laughs> bit of <laughs> bit of symmetry. Oh no, he's going to be seven points clear actually. But yeah, Mike I mean, Mike's could, lost could, scores now. I think you could make an yeah. argument for like Mac and potentially Ben that Mac's on twenty five. So he, well, maybe not Mac, but Ben will be on twenty seven. Connor's on twenty seven, yeah. and Joe you'll be on twenty eight. Yeah. Uh, obviously, if you yeah. think you're going to push to the playoffs, then there's an argument they t- they could as well. But I don't have any confidence in both of those to be honest. That's why I think it's. Where you, if you end up eighth, eight, uh, seventh after this week, I think that's the cut off now. Top seven. Yeah, I Which mean, unless one of them. To be fair, Ben is actually on some decent form. Uh, Ben's, but I think Ben's won three out of his last four. Um, so Ben's actually Ben's going to be up to eighth, and he he's actually his team's actually pretty good. He's got more overall points than John, like which surprises yeah, that's me. Not hard, but no, I mean, it shouldn't surprise me. But he's <laughs> he's got more team. overall points than you, though, Dave. I know, I know. Don't say that. <laughs> um, he made a trade, didn't he? Oh, it's Walker for oh Walker for yeah. Let's Bruce talk James, about that. Actually. Yeah, so Ben's got Ben yeah, had James, John had Walker, and well, no one does. I think that's kind of kind of the point. The gamble, um, yeah. I I think it will be. I mean, it's going to be at least mid. You know the midterm he's going to be injured for. It'll be at least a few, a good few game weeks. You would have thought, and I, I don't think I think it's a pretty good trade for both of them. I, I think it's fair. That's why I always find it funny yeah. when there's a trade in the chat. And no one really says anything because everyone just looks at it and goes, hmm, "Yeah, that's a pretty good trade." Like, yeah. I don't, I, I don't know. It's a bit of an uncertainty with Walker at the moment, though, isn't it? Because he got that red card in the Champions League. He hasn't played since. I know he's been mm. ill, but I managed to pick up Zinchenko in that time, and they've just been playing Zinchenko. Yeah. Oh, Ake left back, and, and I don't know with, with Cancelo on the right. So yeah, that's true. I don't know. Did, what's did going Walker on with also Walker, have a bit? He had a bit of a niggle, didn't he? I think he had. Yeah, and the, I think he went down as a bit, bit of illness as well. So yeah, it could yeah. be a little bit of both, but very strange. Nick, do sure you see? Any, um, it's not a dead set. Do you see Walker playing in the like long term? Do you think he'll he'll be like first choice? I think he's just yeah. going for a bit of a rough time. Had a few, I think he had a niggle, which say, 
can't see him not. He's been our staple right back for the last couple of years, so don't see him missing that anytime soon. Yeah, just a blip. Yeah, agreed. I, I think I think that's good for Ben because he needs he needs someone that's a bit he needs a bit one of consistency. Now well, yeah, exactly. He, need, he needs to pick up some wins. Whereas John can probably afford to wait, hold out for Reese James, and and hope <clears> he comes <throat> back and, and does well. So, okay, then that is that uh, boxed off. Next up, we'll go to just a quick chat on Lukaku. <laughs> Obviously. There's one man in every league at the moment that's shouting at their phone when they see the tweets of the interview. What the fuck are you doing? Why are you doing this? There's no need. Lukaku's gone mad. He's telling everyone how much he loves Inter and how much he thinks Tuchel's an idiot. Um, so we're just going to, what would you do if you owned him? Um, and we'll start with Nick because you do own him. Um, do how, are you, were you thinking I need to trade him or were you thinking no one's going to give me anything good so I may as well hold him so who did you offer me for Lukaku uh, he, was, he was the player yeah I mean, okay. <laughs> that is why I would not be trading him you may as well keep hold of him they paid it was 100 million for him um, you'll get his but he's, yes, he's fair I think he's, and he's actually just come out recently apologised for what he said um so I just, I mean, unless you're going to get a decent, a, a like for like trade, which you're not, because he's uncertain future, like whether he'll play or not. What's the point in trading him? May as well just hang on. Yeah, I think I, mean, I think you're right. To be honest, um, I I am not a fan of trading players when they're in bad form or something like this happens because it's just like it just seems to me like the worst time to trade someone. Um, yeah, I mean, also. Also, just Sorry, before you on, jump in, Dave, yeah, playoffs are a little way off. Plenty of time for him to find his way back into the uh, into the squad, and then that's when you need him, isn't it, for the last two games of the season? Playoffs. If he scores a brace in two of those games, doesn't score them up until then, I will be happy as Larry. So, as long as you get there, um, Dave, <laughs> what, what, what do you think about this? Yeah, I, I think I'm on the same same path as, as Nick there, but it would all depend really on where you are in the league and what position you're in. Because Nick can put, probably afford, like we like the Reese James situation of John now, is he can afford to hold him. He's got a decent enough side. He's hanging up uh, up there at the moment. You can hold him until he either plays or starts playing well. Whereas if you're down the bottom and you own someone like the factory, then you, you're you're thinking, right, I need to. I mean, I started feeling a little bit that with Harry Kane a few months back. Thinking right, do I get rid of him or do I do I hold him because I, I want to get some points now and he's not scoring them. But um, I, I would in this situation now. I, I, and that two hours ago, I would have got rid of him in my position. But I've, I've now said that that interview uh, is not going anywhere. Even if and they've got FA Cup now, so he probably won't play an FA Cup when it's two weeks have blown by and suddenly he's back in the team and everyone's forgot about it. So I would yeah. I would be holding him as well. I think. Um... What you say about where you are in the league does make a big difference, I think. If you're mm. if you're cruising, you've got a great team, and you think, well, I've got someone half-decent coming off the bench every week if he doesn't play for, for the next month, then it's an easy, well, it's an easier decision to just keep him because you think, well, why would I risk it? Whereas if you're in 10th uh, and you think, and you, if you're playing with playoffs, or even if you're not, you've got to think, at this point, I need to start winning some games. I can't afford to have my main man not playing. Um, and that's when I'd be seriously throwing trades out mm. left, right and centre. <laughs> like I'd be on one of those days where I've sent out like 20 trades to every anyone that will listen. Um, 
or people that won't listen, send them anyway. Uh, yeah, so I think it does it does make a difference where you are in the league. But to be honest, I don't. I think this will blow over as bad as what he said was. I think it will, yeah. Like I think I, it, I think it, it was blown out of context a little bit as well. Yeah. I, I, I think media. It seems to be strange that for one, it was an unauthorized interview, so he didn't need to do it in the first place. So he's gone out of his way so to do weird. that. Um, Sky Italy, and they've they've kept hold of it for months. It's like they've waited for the before the transfer window yeah. just to to release it and and just. It's caused a bit of a bit of unrest, really. I don't really understand it. So, yeah, it's, it's, it's a bit strange. It's a bit, um, it, yeah, it's all a bit murky, isn't I it? I mean, there's nothing it wrong is. with someone saying that he wants to go back to a club that he loves. You know, I don't think there's anything yeah. wrong with that. But it's no, if he said, it, "Look, I loved Inter, and when I'm done, you know, when I when yeah. I'm a bit later on in my career, I'd love to go back there." No one is going to be like, oh, "Okay," everyone's going to be like, "Yeah, of course, you love the place. You want to go back when you're a bit older. Yeah. That's fine." But it's just the stuff he's like, there's no, none of the fans compare. You know, Tuchel's, uh, I don't like the what, the system we're playing. Like, you just start thinking, Jesus. I just, and, and they, they, they released, they released it like, you know, that, like now. And in the last couple of weeks, he came off a bench score, then he started and scored. So he's just picking up a bit of form as well. Yeah. And then but he's been hit with this and it's just fucking, I just don't, it will blow over. Right. I, I think it's been blown up fortunately a little bit more and, and, it, yeah. People will soon forget about it, then move on to the next thing. Yeah, I think stuff like this, like if you trade him now, you may you may well regret it. Like you may mm. it may be that in two weeks' time you see his name on the team sheet and you think, oh for God's sake, what have I done? So yeah, okay, we're kind of all in, in agreement there, I think. Right, let's uh go on to the big topic of the day. We are today gonna look at the top scorers um so far this season. And we're going to talk about if we think each of them are going to keep going, as in like keep picking up the points sort of in a similar fashion that they have been so far, or if they're going to fade away <clears throat> and drop down the league. Um, I will say any all the points totals um, that we're going to talk about are official FPL points plus Kante points. Um, there's not many of these players that have that many Kante points. I think the most is Bowen who has... 14 uh in fact still bernardo silva has 16 bowen has 14 the rest have like between sort of five and ten so it's pretty insignificant amount of Kante points um especially the defenders you know they don't have they don't get any so it's pretty it it, it should be um pretty like for like with official fpl i would have thought right so let's do it in order then oh i've picked the top 13 just because i wanted to include saka and saka i saw that (laughs) Do you know what? I did the top 10, right? And then the next three were Bilva, Mount and Saka. And I thought, actually, they're quite interesting ones. So I wanted to keep them in. Them in. And then the next two after that were Rudiger and Edison. So I thought, well, they're boring. So that's a, that's a good place yeah. to cut it off. So, yeah, I've done that. It's basically people that are on 100 points or more, uh, pretty much. So uh, we'll start with Mo Salah, top point scorer, 180 points he's on. Uh, on DFF on F- official FBO, I think it's one seventy-seven. Um, so basically the same. I believe <laughs> this is the most. I I didn't go back all the, all the way, but I went back quite a few years. I believe this is the most points anyone's been on at this stage of the season by about twenty points ever, including Salah's like best year. So it's pretty incredible. Obviously, he's going to Afcon. We've gone to Afcon. So miss between sort of one and three games, maybe four if there's a double game week. Um, 
<laughs> seven. Don't start. Uh, <laughs> so I'll go with you, Dave. Uh, so do you think he'll keep going in the vein of form that he was as so far? Uh, I don't. I, I mean, I put it this way, he's not going to get another 180 for the rest of the season, halfway through. I don't, I don't think he's going to get 180. He could get 120. He could, he could uh, surpass that 300 mark, possibly. Uh, I think he will, actually. I don't think he's going to stop. I don't think he's going to stop. It's not. Um, there, there will become more. There'll be more challenges. You know, next few months. Um, once I mean, Elsa's going to miss a few games as well now. So, and um, when Champions League hits and all that sort of thing, rotation will come into it, and COVID and double game weeks and all that sort of stuff. Um, it it'll continue the form, but I don't think he's going to double his points tally as it is now. Um, but he's definitely going to continue this rich vein of form he's in. Yeah, I agree. Nick, what do you think? I couldn't agree more. <clears throat> I don't think I think his his goals and assists will drop off slightly. I mean, at the moment he's average, averaging s- s- almost eight points per game, which is madness. Ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, ridiculous. <laughs> it's actually madness. So um, yeah, <clears throat> it will drop off a little bit. Obviously, he's got traveling to Afcon, and then when uh, Europe picks back up again, more games, a bit of rotation, but. He's well, we'd be well and well, well ahead of anybody else, uh, beneath him, I think. Yeah, I agree. With it's, that almost, completely. It's, I think... it's, it's almost unfair having him on your team, yes. Yeah. I think <laughs> it, it, compared it, to everybody it else, it's, yeah. Do you know, I, I often <laughs> lobby for captains in draft Premier League. Um, I've been we used to have captains when we played on Real FF about four years ago, and I loved it because it was an extra decision everyone had, but. Salah this year has made me think I'm really glad we don't have captains because Nath would have literally won every week pretty much. Oh, I, yeah. think that, I think he would have. I actually, I, I didn't really do the maths, but I just glanced through and of the games he lost so far this year, I think he would have won all but one of them if, if he had Salah captain just every week. So this kind of player does make me glad we don't have captains. Um, and that's kind of all you need to know, really. Uh, next up, we have got Trent Alexander-Arnold. He's on 132 points. Uh, I'll start with Nick. You own Trent. Do you think he'll keep Sorry. it up? Um, I can't see why he wouldn't. Obviously, he's not traveling. Obviously, he's not going to... God, doesn't have an international tournament in the middle of the season, right? So yeah. he does saves a little bit on travel time, fatigue from that. That is a plus. Um, and maybe his maybe he'll drop off a little bit with the Champions League coming back. But there's no, I don't see who else who can play at right back who's anywhere near the quality that he provides. So it's probably not going to get dropped. Yeah. So I could, yeah, I, th- I think he'll um, I think he'll continue, and uh, yeah, pretty happy about that because he's he's head up. He's my main man in my squad. So. Yeah, I can I I I, uh, I agree with that, and I'll just I'll just say this now because um, I just put into my head. When I say, do you think he'll keep going? I'll say like I'll classify that as he's second at the moment. Do you think he'll be second at the end of the season, um, or do you think he'll fade like further down the list? I'm pretty sure you would agree that you think he will probably be second after. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I I agree, and, and the thing with Trent. Uh, I'll come to you in a sec, Dave. I don't see anything that he's doing that isn't like repeatable. Like he's not scoring. I mean, he scores the odd 
worldy, but he's always done that and he will do that, you know, infrequently as as it goes on. But he's not doing anything crazy. Like he's not scoring goals and assists that you think, wow, like he's not going to do that every week. Like his assists are pretty standard. His goals when he scores are, you know, as you'd expect from Trent, the clean sheets have been dripping in. It's not like they've been getting cleans every week. So I don't see why it wouldn't continue. What do you think, Dave? Yeah, I agree. I think it's the uh, the bonus points for him seems to it does seem to pick them up a lot more than other defenders. Especially he's got the most bonus points of anyone in the league. Uh, he's got twenty seven, and Salah has twenty. Well, that says a lot, doesn't it? Once they get a clean sheet, it, they win one 0 Salah gets that one goal. Trent gets it doesn't get an assist, but he'll get nine points out of it. He'll get three bonus points. Um, and that's one of the reasons why he's there. He's, he's, he'll be second. Uh, the top two will be Salah and Trent, I think, end of the season. Um, I'm a massive fan of Trent. Uh, he, he's he's unreal. And I think it'll just continue this this sort of form. If he's not keeping clean sheets, then he gets involved with the goals. So he's just a consistent point scorer. Um, do you think it's a mistake? Like, I'm not surprised he's having this season. And I doubt you two are either. Do you think it's a mistake that he went thirteenth pick in the draft? It's got. Uh, I think that's probably more down to, but this is how like like we've got a list. Of, so you want players to see how they're going to get on the rest of the season. If you had this list up at the beginning of the season and you said that Bernardo Silva is going to have more points than Son and Mane, you'd probably say no. But this is just how your opinion changes so quickly, and then like Bilva might go somewhere different in the draft next year. Trent didn't have yeah. the greatest of seasons, did he? He didn't, no, have, a good he didn't start, have good Euros. He didn't get picked for England. No, oh, he didn't play Euros, did he? he got injured. But yeah. before yeah. that, for the whole season, he didn't get picked for England until right in the last minute. So mm. he, he was a bit funny. And, and and I think that will get to everyone's yeah. heads. And everyone just, instead of making and their mind up, you think, wow. I think people don't... Certain people like picking defenders first. Nick, Nick does, for instance. But a lot of people don't like not having a big hitter no. midfielder or forward when you've got the chance. Like That's, it's I'm, hard I'm, I'm to pass them, up yeah. like a son for Trent. It's it's really yeah. hard to pass up, you know, a Lukaku for not that he was in our draft, but like a Lukaku for Trent. Because it just doesn't feel but I mean points are points, right? Like it doesn't matter what position the player plays in, points are points. So yeah, yeah exactly. weird one that I th- I think it, I, I do think I don't <clears> think do you think he'll go top five next year? If if say he uh, finishes second points, I think he'd be silly five. to pick him top. I think he'd be silly to pick him top five. Really, I think he's up there. In, I can't in top, get my head around. Head. I, it, it's strange because you think you get you guarantee points, but it's that yeah. fear of. I would see in the first five minutes. If you can see in the first five minutes, the chance doesn't get a clean sheet or um, a goal mm. or an assist, he comes out with two points. Mm. Whereas yeah. your striker or your midfielder could score in any minute of that game. So. I, I, I will probably change my mentality yeah. a little bit now if I'm in like 12th and Trent's available I'd probably pick him up I think Nick's a bit ahead of the curve there because he's always seems to be getting these fullbacks <laughs> and now fullbacks are sought after I'm really yeah, I, I mean we'll see we'll see how I feel before the draft next year but I'm really on the train at the moment of why are we not picking these well Trent and Cancelo I mean we'll come on to Cancelo now but why are we not picking them earlier because it's no, I'm not. I mean, Cancelo went in the fifth round, which I mean, seems no. so, yeah. Now I think, like, God, are we idiots? But I don't think we are. 
Um, so we're going to Cancelo. He's third, 121 points. Um, I'll go back to you, Dave. Uh, do you think he'll keep it up? Do you think he'll finish third in the points? Uh, or top three? I think if there's anyone that's going to finish above Trent, if it's not Salah, it would be Cancelo. Um, these these yeah. fullbacks, I mean, if James didn't have his injury and, and he's a bit of a patch anyway, bad patch, but these fullbacks, once they get a clean and, and they're always pushing, they're always attacking, they're always getting bonus points, gets an assist. It's 12 points. It's not 12 points a game, but it's it's 12. It could be double digit hauls every two to three weeks. It, you know, it's well, the bonus, it's insane. Just to jump so in they're quick. basically winners, aren't they? The bonus, like you mentioned with Trent, uh, the, these attacking defenders are all about bonus. I mean, I said Trent's on 27, Salah's on 20, and Salah's having a crazy season. Cancelo's on 17. He's only three bonus points behind yeah. uh, behind Salah. So, yeah, it is... Um, it's, it's all about... like The bonus makes a big difference, like a massive difference. It's almost like times of... Time, they're not changing, but the, the, these fullbacks now are, are like we're saying, are more... Mm-hmm. You say these these fullbacks, right? But there's only three, right? And only one of them's come to the prominent this season. No, two are prominent this season, right? James last season wasn't as good as he is. Cancelo last season was nowhere near the pick he is now, right? So the yeah. whole the total points he got last season was 120, right? He played 2,200 minutes. And then this season he's played 1,700 and he's on 121 points. Yeah, so, I think that's a lot, of, lot to do with rotation. Yeah. And, yeah, yeah. I mean, and Cancelo's probably would be up there for one of the players of the season, right? For how good he is mm. at the moment. Yeah, I mean, you, I could understand picking Trent um, up there in the draft because he does it year in year out. This is obviously a, a very good season for him, but I think he'd be silly to pick a James or a Cancelo top five. I, I think, season. I think, I think they are they are questionable picks that early in the draft. It's a very risky pick. They, right? they are. I think pick. second. I think early second round now. They're they're, they're pushing it and. And he, he still, you can still put Chilwell in the mix. Eh? He was on banging form before he before he, he was just scoring goals. You know, he, gets, he didn't he, start the season, did he? And, like, no, and if you look yeah. at Alonso, right? Yeah. They, 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 Alonso started the season, and he's played the same. He plays the same system. Yeah, he's plays the same system as Chilwell, and like he dropped, lost his place, and neither of them were anywhere near as good as. Cancelo or oh no, Trent. they're not, they're not, they're not, they're not up there with those two. I think so. There's only, there's only very few players you pick. Yeah, very few full, like three you pick, right? And then and I think you would early, one of them, early one in the, of the, in the yeah, draft, early, yeah. and only one of them I would say is guaranteed points return of what that a That's decent Trent. points return. Yeah, because he does it year in year out. I think the other two you're taking a massive risk. Like if you're picking, you're like right, you're like okay, who would I go for? Son. Or Cancelo, right? And say Can- and Cancelo outscores Son this year. If you picked Cancelo, it's such a much bigger risk than it is for Son yeah. because Son's consistency. The thing is, as well, yeah, like you say, it's consistency. And the problem, I think, Jack Reese James, uh, when he's fit, he plays. And I, I, if I own Reese James and he's fit, I'm not that worried about the lineup. Of the Chelsea lineup, I think he plays the majority. The problem is he's very, very injury prone, and that is something you have to factor in to the draft and and where you rank these players. Because every if if someone misses ten games a season every season, then like it's very rare players like injury record gets better. Normally it gets worse, right? Yeah. Oh, can't stop burping. Um, so yeah, it, it is something you have to factor in definitely. Cancelo, I think is different mainly because 
I think he's just got better and better and better mm. and has improved under Pep and knows the system better and there's just less competition for his place and there's no other fullback that in the City squad that is as good as him and it's not close I don't think I think he's miles better than Walker I think he's miles better than Zinchenko and I think he's actually really fucking important to how they play and unless they sign another fullback which they may which they probably will and it's someone on par with Cancelo I think he'll do it again next year. So I wouldn't be too worried yeah. about Cancelo as much as I would about, you know, some um, of these other defenders. You, you could also you could also point out City playing with that striker, right? So Cancelo is more yeah. important to how the, the forwards make the runs because the forwards have to make the runs because there's no striker there to make it, right? Yeah. So the ball's so he has the whole forward that, by that the play, yeah, so, yeah. So if City mm. sign a striker, right, that frees up the creative midfielders to stop making those runs and be more a bit more on the creative side. So therefore, the role of getting those assists or driving forward the ball centrally on Cancelo isn't as important. Yeah. So I think I do think it is a risk for City. Um, but yeah. Yeah. No, I agree with that. Okay, then on to the next one. Um, fourth in the total points is Bernardo Silva. He is on one hundred and nineteen points, including Cante points. I will say that he has got sixteen Cante points. So it is quite a few. Uh, he has got quite a few county points. So in official FBL, he would be on 103, uh, which would still see him in this list just a couple places down. Um, I will go to back to you, Nick, first. Uh, Bernardo Silva, do you think he finishes in the top four overall points or do you think he drops? And try and remove yourself from the fact that you wanted to get a good trade for him. <laughs> um, I, it's very close. Right, so we've got Bernardo Silva on 119, Gallagher on 118, Bowen on 113, and then Son on 110, and then Mane on 109. Right, so I could there's literally not there's so there's not a big gap. So I wouldn't say unless he um, starts scoring a few more goals again, probably not. No, but then I would I think traditionally I'd expect Mane and Son to 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 break break forward to more. The fifth and fourth between them, so you know I don't expect them to be there. Yeah, me neither. Uh, Dave, what do you think? Yeah, I, I think you have to ask yourself because we're pretty much bang on halfway through. We're a couple of games in, but obviously games have been postponed, so you have to just double every. You know, is he going to get two hundred and forty points a season? I don't think so, that's and that's awesome. equaling his what where he is now. So he's definitely not going to be where he is now. He's not. He's going to. I haven't really watched City that much recently, but they're saying he's sort of playing a little bit deeper as well. So yeah, there's so much rotation. I mean, he plays every game, but he, he was a bit more advanced. And when we all have that little thing of the whole that, that this football's played on grass, not on spreadsheets. <laughs> oh, got, I'm he, his, I was his, his, that. <laughs> his stats aren't like incredible. Right. Like, like, like no, honestly, so, I don't. He I, went I don't so. Think, he like Nick Nick's lost a lost a chance, I think, to trade him for someone yeah. decent a month ago, I'd say. But then pick. if he's on that form, you don't you wouldn't sell him, but it, you know. that's this is like the classic it's really, really hard to trade someone that's in great form. Like it is really difficult, but it's often the best thing you can do because form mm. isn't permanent and even like you watch a player they're in great form and they're scoring these amazing I mean that goal he scored you know the volley uh, incredible yeah. goal incredible Unreal goal, goal yeah. but no one other than Messi scores them 
for the whole season. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. and he was scoring goals that were just incredible. And he's still playing great. Like, he's still probably one of City's best players at the moment. But mm-hmm. you know, these goals that he was scoring were it was unrealistic that he was going to carry on doing that all season. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm kind of in the football is played on spreadsheets and not on grass camp uh, in this in this you know kind of FPL debate that's going on on Twitter at the moment. But I brought him in to my FPL team, and then he hasn't. He's done did, literally yeah. nothing yeah. since. Uh, and I regret it. as soon as I did it. I regret <coughs> it. I just felt like I was an idiot not to bring him in because he's scoring every week. And like, but Chasing I did point, think at yeah. some point it was going to spot. It was going to stop. But I thought, well. It probably won't stop yet. <laughs> so I bring him in and then, and then it stops. No, I, I, don't, I, was, I still I think he's a good pick. They got him quite... I got, I got him pretty early. You got him in, early, didn't in you? Yeah, yeah and, and I've got always put him... I thought I feel like I've kept him a little bit too long now. I was due to take him out this week yeah. then he got an assist. I, I, I think for the price range, yeah, I, I just keep hold of him. But I, I do think he's um, he's a decent asset for, for Nick. Like I say, he's, Nick's in, uh, up there now. So... You can sort of keep hold of these players and, and maybe when he hits a bit of form against him, if you can use a bit of trade bait, but I don't think he's going to get I th- 119 points for second half. No, I would say now he is the pick that he was two months into the season. Like yeah. Two months into the season, we were like, wow, Bernardo Silva, great pick. You've done well there, Nick. Like He's come out of nowhere. It's a good the waivers, wasn't it? Off yep. the waivers, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then, you know, that, so that was two months in. Then another two months went by and we were like, fuck me, he's going to be a top five player. And then now I think we're back to where we were sort of in the, mm. in the first stage. Still a great pick, but not not top five for me. Uh, next one up then is Gallagher. On DFF, he's got 118 points. Uh, that includes <clears throat> quite a few Kante points, I think, because I can't see him on my list. Uh, he's had 27 there is 27 Kante points yeah so that's a lot (laughs) that is a lot Uh, that might be the most in the league actually or it's 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 the most in the league of players that are doing well anyway Um, so yeah on on official FBL he would be on uh, 91 points so you know a bit of a drop down this list but how how do you see him carrying on do you I will go to you Nick first uh, do you think do you think he'll continue as he would as he has been, or do you think it'll it'll dry up? Um, yeah, it'll dry up. So his last few game weeks. So is he, he injured at the moment? Is it? Has he had COVID? He's got COVID. COVID. Yeah, he's got COVID. So okay, just looking at his points. I don't. I don't. I mean, he's he's not a bad pick for for um, Spen that's got him. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he's not a bad player to pick. I wouldn't, I wouldn't go back dropping him, um, but I don't, I, he, he won't, he won't stay in fifth place. Um, but it's a bit similar to Bernardo Silva. They're both on great, great runs, but I think your, your classic, classic players would be up there in those positions in no time. So I don't see it. Don't see his form continuing. It's not like it's not even like right. You could even argue Bernardo Silva right place for City. So he could get, a, he could start smash. He could, he could get stumble a into smashes. Yeah, yeah. Where like. Even though Crystal Palace is doing well, they're not. They're not going to go smash teams. So he's not. He's not going to be there um, at the end of the season. Um, I I think he's. I I would say he's going to equal. So it'll be on two hundred and thirty-six points at the end of the season. I think he's going to have a similar. So he's very explosive. Like you, he'll go four or five games and get nothing, and then he'll just go bang eighteen points, twelve points. Mm. 
He's yeah. had a few double-digit hauls, and only he's only had one which was 10. The rest of them are 16, 16, 14, 17. It's mad. Just, he's explosive, and like he might tick away every two, every, and he's always getting counting points in those games as well. So he's, yeah. he'll get you three, four points a game, and then he gets, he's a bit like, at the moment, probably a better version of Wall Prowse, but like he's a bit of like him where he will get four or five points a game, and then suddenly, bang, he'll get a goal and assist or two goals in a game. And that's all you need, and he'll get he'll get double that 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 that, that digits this year because he's he's that sort of player, and I think he's one of them as well where he's a little bit unknown as well, and people just they bat him off and think ah oh, he's, he's this is just a flash in the pan. I think we had this conversation a few months ago about, and I probably did say he was a flash in the pan then, but I, I sort of check you. It's funny how you change your mind because I think he's just going to continue this form really. Okay, uh, I am kind of in the middle. I don't think he will. I don't think the goals and assists... So he's got six goals and five assists as it stands. Do I think he's going to get double-digit goals and assists? Probably not. There's not many players that do that every year or any year, really. I mean, it's quite a rare thing. Uh, normally, only the top players really get double-digit goals and assists in a season. So I, I would say I think the attacking returns will dry up a little bit. On the other hand, I mean, you know, in our league... The Kante points, I don't think, will dry up. I, I don't see why they would. Kante points are generally pretty consistent. Like you, They're pretty easy to map out, to be honest. Like it, Players average similar tackle and interception numbers for seasons and seasons and seasons. <clears throat> I do think the Kante points will probably continue. The attacking returns, I don't think they'll stop. Um, but I do... I, I, I like the role he plays. That's the thing. He plays in this like number eight role, gets into the box at the last minute, and it's like perfect for like goals and assists. So I don't think he'll drive completely. Do I think he'll finish in the top six or top five? I mean, he's fifth at the moment. No, I, I realistically don't think he'll finish in the top five point scorers. I think he'll finish top 10, though. I think he'll finish top 10, to be honest. Yeah, I do. Yeah. I think it's funny you say that because he's on five goals already. But I expect most of those are coming like three games, you know, like yeah. three or four he's games. Got three braces. He's not a goal scorer. So, yeah, no, that's so no, two braces, braces actually. Two braces, so yeah. two braces and a goal, yeah. So he's only scored three games. If he does that in the last, what was it, 18, 17 games, whatever it's left, if he scores in three of those, he's only got to get a few braces and then he's up to 10 goals straight away and yeah. plod along with assists all season. So he's, mm. and I think he'll get that. I, don't, I can't see him going like 10 games and not getting a goal. So, It'll chip away again, yeah. um, and, and they need yeah, him. I, I, I think it's. I think that's quite an interesting one. Uh, okay, then next up is Jared Bowen. Uh, so he is on one hundred and thirteen points. He's currently sixth in the list um, of those one hundred and thirteen points. Uh, he has got. 14 Kante points. So if he was on official FPL, he'll be on ninety nine. Um, pretty good going for for Bowen. Dave, you own him. Do you think he'll continue this? Yeah. Do you think he'll, he'll match this? Yeah, I do. I think he'll he'll probably match it. Uh, if he doesn't get to matching it, then he won't be far off. Uh, I, I think he's, he's he's a great player. He's always had this potential, to be honest. So since he came from Hull, but it's just getting you know getting there. But I think I think he's finally there now. West Ham just look a solid side. Uh, again, with everyone, it could change when it comes to Europe, but that's not till the end of Feb. So he's got six weeks to 
sort of get some game time in. Uh, when he when he started, and even early on in the season, he wasn't finishing games. But he's just a constant ninety minute player now. Even, yeah. even through the double game weeks, ninety minutes every week. Um, yeah, I, I, I'm a big fan of Bowen. He strikes um, me as the kind of player that's in really good nick. Yeah, like just fit as a fiddle. Do you know what I mean? Like, and it didn't you know, seem like to be like that Beckham when he first came over for being fit. Mm. Like he he strikes me as that that kind of player. Um, but um, yeah, I'm not yeah, sure if he always did, did used to be like that, but he does now. For sure. Yeah, um, I don't think he started when when he first came over. He was he was very much like an eighty minute player. I think there was a stat somewhere last season where he was always being taken off. Uh, he hardly ever finished a ninety minute game, and this season he's just been ninety minute after. Uh, he was the one player that I thought would of mine, or especially of West Ham, would get dropped over the Boxing Day Christmas period, and and he played ninety minutes yeah. both, both games. Yeah. So um yeah, he, and he's just getting better. I think he's a he's a class act. Nick, I think you put him. I th- I'm pretty sure in like episode seven or something, you said you thought he might be the top scorer, top scoring midfielder after Salah for the rest of the season. Oh, he did, yeah. And that's oh, not bad out, to be fair. Like, <laughs> uh, uh, considering how he's Sam done since, since that podcast, like, that's a pretty fucking good shout, to be honest. So, do you think he'll uh, keep it up? I'm just, I say, I'm not, um, well, I'll be third after this game week, probably. So I'm not third for no reason, Joe. I know a little bit about football. Yeah, see. <laughs> well, I was a bit like, whoa, when you said that, but what, what do I know? Yeah, I think it, I think if West Ham can keep up their form, there's no reason he can't, can't continue. I think, I, I think <clears throat> it comes down to players like him, where they don't play for it traditional top four side I think it comes on how the team performs so if, it's, if our West Ham keep playing well I don't see there's, there's no reason why he can't go on to um, get well I mean if he continues his, continues at the point he's on he'll be on 24 assists come come end well, of I was the just, season, you know I, I was just seems to completely say that. ridiculous <laughs> I <laughs> I think for him to continue he needs to score more goals to be honest, because but, yeah. three goals, yeah, twelve assists. No, no one gets twenty-four assists in a season. <clears throat> like it, it, that just doesn't happen, really. Um, I mean, that that season, Özil got all those assists. He finished, I think, on he was on twenty assists and like two fantasy assists. So that's like twenty-two. Um, KDB had a season where I think he got twenty-three. Um, but no, yeah. These are the kind of players we're talking about when, we, when we're talking about those kind of yeah. assist numbers. Um, so I just don't see that continuing. But only three goals, I think, is... I haven't looked at his XG numbers. I don't have them in front of me, but I imagine his XG is higher than three for the season. So you'd think that would probably... His goal up, but you'd think would probably increase. Um, so, yeah, I see him keep... I, I think he'll keep it up. I, I think West Ham are good. I don't... They don't look like a team that are... Uh, like fluking it do you know what I mean like they, they look they look like they know exactly what their jobs are they know the system they're playing they know how to beat teams they know how to score goals and they just fucking do it every week like they never look out of ideas really which is which is like what you want um, in the team that's like trying to break into that top six so yeah I think Bowen's great I think top six points for the year I think he probably will to be honest I think he'll be right mm-hmm. up there um, well, I don't know. Top six. The problem with the problem for Bowen, I think, is the next three men we're going to talk about, who I think will all 
be up there. Uh, so mm. top six is tough, um, but I think it'd be close anyway. So next up is Human Son. He's on 110 points on DFF. Uh, he's only got two Kante points on the season, so it's pretty much the same as official FPL. Um, I will go to Dave first. Dave Son, he keeps it up, right? Surely that he's been doing it years. Yeah, uh, yeah, it's just consistent, and he's, he's not. Um, I don't think he's. Let me look at I'm not sure about his like explosive double digit holes like some of the other midfielders, but I think he's just ticks away. He's, he's a tick merchant. Yeah, he's had assists in the last three games or something, but I don't think he's um he's picked when was the last when was the last time he scored? Um, oh, oh, game week nineteen. Yeah. Yeah, yeah game week nineteen, but he got two assists in the last two games since then and like his last few points, well, eight, thirteen, seven, nine, six, seven. So yeah, he's just been the last sort of six games. Is is when Tottenham have started to really kick it in as well, I think, the last six games. So yeah, he's I think he'll 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 clear two hundred points this season. No doubt. Yeah, agreed. He's a great player to own for head-to-head. Like, nice mm. and consistent. He always plays. He scores. Like, he gets like... You You never... I Whenever I play Jord, who owns Son in our league, I always just look at the Son marker and think, 10. He's going to get between yeah, 8 and 12. Time. Like, he often doesn't. He often gets 6, 7, 8. But I look at that and think, any fixture, I just think, think yeah, he'll get a goal, bit of bonus you know, clean sheet point or something and he'll get to 10. Uh, Nick, anything else to add? Um, yeah, I think, um, so what's in at the moment? 110. So his highest score in season would have been 202 points. And that's with 17 goals and 11 assists, right? So I don't see him scoring uh, nine. I think, nine. I think that's pre-bonus points. If you're on DFL. Is that pre-bonus points? Yes, I am. So oh, okay. it'll be about it'll be about twenty points ish more than that. I would have thought. Right. Okay. Right. Yeah. Well, I completely agree with Dave. Then I think he'll get over two hundred points. Um, yeah. yeah. I'm pretty sure their total because mm. some people turn off bonus points. I think their total points are like without bonus. Mm. Um, right. Okay. Yeah. I, th- yeah, I think Son I, Son's in that bracket where he's he's just reliable. Like I I did last year and. No matter what who you were playing, whatever weight you was, you, you could rely on that one player to get yeah. you to, to win you a match. And he's he's up there with there's only five or six in this in this league, I think, midfielders that can really make you feel like that. He makes you feel a certain way, doesn't he, Dave? Um, oh, he won me the league, didn't he? <laughs> okay, then next up is probably who I would honestly say Mane is the most opposite player to Son in the game. Just in the way that he Mane does not make you feel like that. Even though Mane's no. points are great, and he, he I, I, so I owned Mane last season. I had him up until a couple of weeks ago. Traded him with Mike. I I loved the points, <laughs> but watching him is a nightmare. Every week, you come away with like seven points because he's got a stupid book in, which has taken him off bonus. He scored a great goal, but he's missed two sitters. And you come away with thinking, fucking seven points. That's a joke. He should have got about 20. And it happens every week. It's honestly bad for your mental health owning Mane. Um, But having said that, I think he will actually not only do what he's done in the first half of the season, I think he'll probably improve, to be honest. I think he'll get more than 109 points. Well, 
after AFCON. So maybe his points per game, I think, will improve. But obviously, he's going to miss a few games. And by then, they'll probably only have, what, 16-ish games left. So, you know, I don't think he'll maybe get 109 points in those 16 games. But I think he'll get pretty close. I think it. I think points per game, it, it'll, it'll do even better, to be honest. It's like... His fucking shot numbers are crazy, and surely some of them, more of them, will start going in. Uh, what do you think, Nick? Well, I just Mister Reliable, isn't he? Like whoever, he always goes high up in the draft. He's always pretty much regularly starts for Liverpool almost every, every game. Um, once he's got Afcon out of the way, yeah, I can't see him not slowing down. Really, I just agree with what you yeah. say. Dave? Some of the, I mean, the last, sorry, sorry, I mean, the last son of man, like, normally further up the, the list than they are. Um, and that's for yeah. a reason because they're reliable. So, yeah. Dave? Yeah, I think the bulk of his points came in the sort of the first half of the season and he's sort of become more frustrating every, as a game goes, goes on. But um, I'm not a massive fan of Mane, I'm not going to lie, because. Brilliant player and, and but fantasy asset. I, I'd be more frustrated to own him. Uh, there's it's definitely. Hard. I'd, I'd, that's why he goes in like he doesn't go top three. He goes at number six, seven because he's. It's just. I mean, it's just players there that you can just rely on a little bit more than him. Um, as much if you were sixth or seventh and you picked him up, then you'd think that's a great pickup at that time. Mm. But I think I got. He could be a top three. Sixth, but, sixth, I think. Yeah, he could be a top three, top four, but uh, it just. I just don't trust him. <laughs> it's just don't trust him. <laughs> it's just frustrating. Like, and the other problem you got is that Salah is so good that you and you can't watch mm. Mane because obviously they play both play for Liverpool. You can't watch Mane without watching Salah as well. And the whole time, all you can think is "fuck me, I wish I had Salah." And and it, <laughs> it makes it like because he's your mate. If you own Mane, like he is your guy because you don't have a better player than Mane. No one has Mane and Salah, right? He is your guy. Mm. So. But you never, he's never the best player on the pitch. <laughs> he's the best player in your team, but he's no. not the best player on the pitch. And that is really fucking annoying. So, yeah, I think it, I think he's great, but I don't like him. Uh, next up, we have got Diogo Jota, who is on 108 points. He has got seven Kante points on the season. Uh, so that takes him to 101. Uh, I'll go first on this, actually. So I own Jota. And I love him. I think he's great. Uh, I think he'll continue in the same form he's been. I don't see him slowing down. Um, you know, he's playing out of position. The one problem with Jota and the one reason that he's not higher up on this list, I mean, he's got 10 goals, right? He's the only, he's the only player other than Salah that's on double-digit goals. But he's got a big problem in terms of fantasy points, and that is that Number one in the league and number two in the league for bonus points are in his team. So they play every week. Salah and Trent, right? They're one and two in the league for bonus points. The whole season, Jota has got two bonus points, right? <laughs> Trent is on 27, Salah's on 20, Jota's on two. He's the second highest scoring player in the league in terms of goals. And he's got two fucking bonus points. And that is a big problem. And that is probably what holds him back from being in that like next, even up with Mane. I mean, Mane, I've just, Mane's only got two bonus points as well. <laughs> That's crazy. <laughs> like what, like they're, it, it, they just get robbed of bonus. They've also got Van Dijk, who's an absolute bonus magnet. And yeah, it, it, 
it really holds him back. So I do, I think he'll continue with the goals and assists, but the, the, you know he's hamstrung by by his lack of bonus points, which is really annoying. And those like two three points when these when these players score add up to like quite a lot over the season. Um, so yeah, anyway, that's my rant. Dave, you go. Yeah, I think <laughs> once I mean he's got he's got he's okay for a month because of the Afcon situation, but after that, like, I I again he's he's never really been a player that I could trust. I don't think because of that. Firmino rotation so he's been playing so well this season that, that, that he doesn't deserve to be rotated but Firmino still needs to find a spot in that team so I don't know if, See, if that's the case I think Jota's better honestly yeah, I think Jota's better yeah I think he's better as well but I, I think he, over the years Firmino's so used to being that, you know, we're all used to seeing that front three unless mm. there's a times change sort of, you know he's going to get transfers out there they do so I hope they do because I, I like him I like him as a player but um but I do think he'll he'll continue this 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 sort of form. He just it seems to be he seems to get everywhere. Um, he misses a few sets as well, to be fair. But he seems to fucking always be in the opposition. Yeah, he's he's got a knack for just. I mean, sometimes when you watch Liverpool, when it's Firmino, you watch and you think, why don't you just stand on the fucking in between the penalty spot and the six yard box? And you're going to get like <laughs> loads of goals. And Firmino's like tackling someone on the halfway line, so he's not there. And I always think that, like, just stand in the middle of the box and, like, you're going to score a load of goals. And that's what Jota does. Like, little headers and little tap-ins. He gets loads of them. Mm-hmm. So, uh, Nick, what do you think? Well, I think you guys hit the nail on the head. Uh, I mean, like, the only thing that would come to mind is his rotation with Firmino. Um, I don't watch enough Liverpool games to directly compare them how they play. Um, but I just think he's... He's just not. Uh, I don't. I don't. I don't think he's going to be where he is kind of the season. Um, just due to well, his bonus points. I don't think. I mean, two all season is is appalling. Mane's going to probably start. Mane is only hard. We'll get more points than because he starts more games and he's more of Liverpool's main man. Where Jota is always in rotation. Um, and personally, I wouldn't. I wouldn't have him in my team. I don't think I would be looking to. If, uh, if I had to pick him at the draft, I wouldn't, wouldn't, have, gone, wouldn't have gone for him if he was available. Really? It depends on what round he's yeah. on. If he was available fourth round. He would, he, he's, yeah, well, I actually don't think I would. I don't think I know. I, I don't think I would. <laughs> I, that might be my I, 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 think he, right? I think he finishes top 10 point score easily. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, I, think, I don't think he's I, I think he's really fucking Mount, Mount will overtake him I don't think so do you think? <laughs> I, yeah, I, don't, I, don't think so. I don't think so do you? Well, well, yeah right, let's go on to Mount then I was do, do we want to carry on do we want to do these last three or should we stick with the top ten I've just realised that we're like quite go, running long I've got nothing to do so I'm happy to carry on if you boys want to carry yeah. on should we go on to a couple of yeah, yeah, okay right so let's do Mount quickly then so Nick I'll go back to you you think Mount is going to carry on and, and maybe even improve second half of the season? Yeah, I think he's Matt's time as well into the squad now. Um, has he's played 90 minutes for the last six game weeks? Um, returned all of them bar game week 19. Oh, and, the, and this game week we're currently in. Um, I think he's a goal threat. He's such an attacking forward. Or midfielder, um, I don't, I don't, I could, I could see him clear at 180 points. So, wow, and and he's my, and he's my player. I think, I think if if I, 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 I know, a little bit of caveat on that, I think it also depends on going back to the Lukaku thing. 
So Flakaku comes in, obviously he's more of their main goal threat, Mount's goal threat then drops off. But Flakaku's kind of in and out of the squad, doesn't kind of fit the system. I think Mount's Mount's one of the goal one of the goal scorers of that. That's that um that squad. Yeah, do you know the more I think about it, I quite like the fact well, I don't like that you have them, but I quite like owning both Mount and Lukaku because it seems like Mount is a better asset when Lukaku's not in the team. But then if Lukaku's in the team, like you've got Lukaku. So it doesn't really matter to you that Mount's a slightly worse asset. So they, they kind of he, Matt, work quite Matt, well together. Matt has good finishing. Yeah. And Matt has, is a yeah. good finisher. Um, he is. Yeah, yeah, he is, yeah. for sure. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, he's got seven goals. That's, that's nothing to sniff at, to be honest. Uh, three of them were against Norwich. Um, but, yeah, I, 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 I don't love Mount. But I do think he's a very good pick. Um, and I, I think he'll continue with how he, with how he is, but I don't think he'll improve in the second half of the season. I, I see him sort of ticking away as he has been, but I don't see him becoming this, you know, explosive asset. Really, what do you think, Dave? No, yeah, I agree. I, I'm not a, I am not a massive fan of Mason Mount. I'm not going to lie. I don't like him actually. Yeah. No. Why, why is that, Dave? Why is it you don't like him? So he always scores against us. <laughs> and he's a Pompey fan, isn't he? And he's, he's, a, he's a Pompey boy, yeah. So he's just yeah. Escape, but um, it's escape. I, I, yeah, he just doesn't really do it for me, to be honest. I think that's, I think maybe same as you with Jota. Really, it's just one of those players that mm. you do get. You do get those players that, yeah, despite the fact they might be good, good at returning and they've got good, they look good on the pitch, but just doesn't doesn't do it for me. But yeah. I, in FPL side of things, I did have him for one week and he got a hat trick. <laughs> I got rid of him a few weeks after. So I um yeah. I done very well that week. Uh and then he got injured after that <laughs> And then, but and to be fair when he come back in he, he has picked away with points but uh he's just yeah. I'm not big I'm, I I wouldn't pick I wouldn't have picked him five but up in the first round anyway for that way. No, me neither. But yeah I I kinda take your point on that. I think yeah it'll take a long uh, next up in the DFF points list is Emmanuel Dennis with 105 and I've just noticed he's got 13 Kante points which is pretty fucking high for a forward like that is by far the most in the league for forwards which quite which actually surprised me because I didn't really but I guess he's kind of playing wide, bad Watford are. and yeah Watford are bad as well which helps uh, he's also got 16 bonus points on the season which is a lot uh, that is only bettered by Cancelo, Trent and Salah. Um, Emmanuel Dennis, eight goals and six assists. Nick, will he continue? I bloody hope not because I trained him for De- Calvert-Lewin. And I, I kind of... <laughs> I, I, so this is what I did what I should have done. Well, it's, it's, it's easier to do it than Dennis, right? Because Bernard, I should have done this with Bernardo. He was on form. I offered... Calvert Lewin to John, he just climbed it, and then I think uh, Manuel Dennis scored, scored, scored helped it back to John, he accepted it, right? But then mm-hmm. my plan's gone down the shitter because he's continued to score, and Calvert Lewin was then injured, and then scores a penalty. So I kind of, I, I kind of don't, I don't want him to continue because I want to know that I got the right. I don't want to be trade raped. Um, yeah. So yeah, yeah I, I mean, I, he's off to Afcon, right? Um, uh, no, is he, is he not? I thought no. he's placed, he's Nigerian, isn't he? He was supposed he to be, but he's not. He, he, oh. He's basically like <laughs> he's 
It's like a weird situation. I took advice off you two. Hold on, hold on. You took advice off you two. Literally, I was the last few days. Basically, like, in the the Watford camp didn't name him in their initial squad. (laughs) Then they, like, changed the squad with him in, but it was after the deadline. So then it was up to Watford whether they were going to release him or not. And Watford have said, well, we, we need him. So, no. So the Nigerian national team kind of fumbled it and then Watford had the decision and they they apparently have said no. So it looks like he's going to say, I think Nigeria are actually appealing it with FIFA, so it might be that he won't be able to play anyway, but and then those kind of things fucking never happen. So I don't see that happening. Uh, so yeah, no, probably not going to AFCON. Um, just quickly, Nick, uh, from now until the end of the season, who do you think will score more points, DCL or Dennis? With no Afcon, I think DCL as well. I still think DCL. Uh, but you, but do like you have it, to do that because you believe you believe you should believe in the trade. Right? Yeah, hundred percent. I mean, I can't go. Oh, yeah, Emmanuel Dennis because John has offered him back. <laughs> oh, John, John's offered him back to me multiple times, and I'm I'm like, no, I want to. I have to stick stick with my guns, right? Mm, but I wouldn't be. I wouldn't. Be, I wouldn't be surprised if he doesn't. If he doesn't continue his form, because um, it's it's not like that. It's the Watford. Um, they score what, a lot the team of goals. are in form, right? Yeah, they do score a lot of goals, but they're they're not they're not an informed side, right? They're not like yeah, that Crystal Palace who can't yeah. play well. They're put for the shit, and you're still banging in the goals. So maybe may, maybe he's a bit of a hidden gem. Uh, yeah, maybe. What do you think, Dave? Do you think he carries it on? Uh, I don't think he doubles his points tally personally. Uh, I, I do think he, he. I remember when he burst on the scene at the beginning, it was like. Massive halls and you're not normal really taking pain. <laughs> yeah, it's like, who is yeah. Dennis? Dennis? <laughs> like, who the fuck is Dennis? He was getting, like, <laughs> but then he went quiet for like two weeks and then they would bang another one. It was always like, again, there's another explosive player. He was getting like double digits all the time. I'm thinking, yeah. Jesus, who's this fella? And then when, yeah, it's, it's weird because our FBL league at work since we got an Albanian fella and he had Dennis from like day one. We said, who the fuck is Dennis? And he got like a goal and assist in the first game of the season. And he just he has continued that form. I just think yeah. Watford will struggle, and I don't, mm. I don't, I haven't read into it too much. But you know, I don't know how it's going to affect his mentality. He might not, he might want it to go to Afcon and play for Nigeria. And, and now mm. that that it's all it's all up in the air, he, he might not be happy with Watford keeping hold of him. He might want to play for them, so he knows yeah, that he knows he's got a future. If, he, the if they get relegated, he knows he'll be off. Yeah, they still respect the country. Yeah, like if it was the Euros and someone that was in red hot form that had never really played for their country before gets picked, called up to play for England in the Euros, someone that's come completely out of the blue, and then all of a sudden the club are like, oh, actually, it's up to us and you're not going. You feel like there'd be a fucking lot of friction there. And yeah, yeah, I don't don't know. Like, is that going to affect him? Probably not, you'd say. Like, chances are probably not. But you wouldn't be surprised, I don't think. I mean, like you say, I'm not sure about the ins and outs of how much he wants to go or whatever, or like if he wants to stay or whatever. I don't know. But yeah, something to think about for sure. Um, Okay, next up, last man on the list is Bukayo Saka, one of my favourite people on the planet. Um, He is on 103 points total. That includes six Kante points. Um, And yeah. What do you think about this one, Dave? Um, yeah, I think he he continues the sort of uh, he's on a he's in the purple patch at the moment where he seems to just yeah. return every game. Um, but I, I 
I mean, I, I drafted him in round three and then for some reason I wanted Zaha. So I traded him with John first fucking round of it, during that the was, draft. You know, I think that's the first yeah, time I've Mid draft, they're like joking. Um, you these post it notes over for me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I, I do at the time and I, so and I still think now, I, I think Saka and Zaha, that, well, maybe, maybe not now, but they at one point I thought they would end up on like the basically the same amount of points. I know Saka yeah. seems to be getting consistent. I would have said that at the Zaha start of the will, season. I thought that was Yeah, like Zaha that. seems to, he will, when he comes back, he'll, he'll get two goals and then, and then have a fucking few weeks of nothing. But I, I, I do like, um, I do like Saka and Arsenal seems to be playing, and I've said it all season as well, that without playing Thursday night football, um, oh, they, makes they, a they, they have more, they have, yeah, they may have, they have so much more time to rest and, I, I, and they seem to be a, a decent unit at the moment. They play really well against City. Uh, and they didn't deserve to lose. So that and that's been their downfall. Is that early in the season they went on the run, played decent, uh, like weaker sides, win and win, and then they go and lose to a bigger side or a better side. So I, I think they can stop, you know, getting fucked over by the bigger sides, which they didn't get battered. They got battered five 0 last time they City. So it's a big improvement. Well, well that's what I was going to say. I mean, you know, we normally get battered by City. Like that, we do normally we normally get battered by them, and this is the most competitive by easily for the last five years the most competitive fixture I've seen in the league between Arsenal and City. Um, and yeah, I just I just think like the morale is so good at the moment, and the team is so mm. settled, and like the Abamyang saga seems to have gone great for Arteta because. He's like, you know, stripped him of the captaincy, like left him out of the team. And I feel like the young players have really reacted positively to it. Like they obviously, I mean, if it is annoying when like someone that's on a pedestal, even like in our jobs, is constantly fucking turning up late, you know, and they're yeah. getting paid yeah. the most out of everyone and they're always late. They're never paying attention. Like they're not performing. And he's earning more than everyone else in the squad. Like that is going to be annoying for these other players. Um, especially when he's not performing on the pitch. So to see him like, yeah. I can see why the players reacted so positively to it. I mean, even like Xhaka was saying, he got asked about Lacazette being the new captain. He was like, yeah, yeah, I think it's a great decision. He's never late. Like he's a real serious professional. <laughs> like It's like, <laughs> it's like a straight up dig. Um, so yeah, I, I think it. I think it's, it's great. It's like, it's, like a, it's like a weight weight's been lifted off off of Arsenal's yeah. shoulders. I think at the moment. And like I said, I think they they had a great run at the beginning of the season. Well, after that terrible start, and then up to that point, then they suddenly lost four 0 to less to Liverpool, and that's yeah. their downfall at the moment. Is just trying to trying to grind out results against the bigger sides, and then you know it, it's good to see them performing well. Um, they just need to need to continue that. I think. It, they have got issues. I think if 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 one of the different, like say like Tommy Asu or, yeah. or the goalkeeper gets injured, I think I think there could be you know injuries could could play a key part. But they've been pretty pretty lucky. I think with injuries this year. Yeah, yeah, agreed. Uh, Nick, quickly on Saka, you think he continues? Yeah, yep, I definitely do. What a player! I think he's a great great young player. Yeah, been in good form recently. Arsenal playing well. Like you say, settled squad. Don't see. I don't see any reason why I can't continue to continue the form he's currently on and get a good point tool. Completely agree. Right, I'm going to bin off the Would You Rather's this week because we are like yeah. way in deep into the show. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> this is going to take me ages to edit anyway. So right, 
yeah, we'll skip them off. Um, that was good. I like doing that. That was quite good, actually. Deep dive on the players. Uh, I saw that. Okay, when, it, when, it, when you sort of like analysing top scorers, going, I thought, are we doing it one at a time, like each of us, or are we just going to go, well, I do Salah, he does Trent? I thought, I thought I could take fucking forever. And I just well, realized it's really what? 10. Right. Yeah. Uh, normally, the game week preview is the longest bit, and we're not doing one because we're still in the mid game week. Yeah. So I thought we need a chunkier segment. Um, and it turns out this was Plus, really fucking chunky. So the, the would you rather is with, uh, I would have just picked my players, Gundogan, Tony, and Bowen anyway. <laughs> All my boys. <laughs> I didn't even I didn't even realize you went through them. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay. Well. Yeah. And the would you rather is I, I did it the last minute anyway, so we can bin them off. Uh, thank you for listening. If you're listening on the audio, thank you for watching. If you're on YouTube, um, if you're on audio, go to YouTube and like the video, please. Uh, remember to subscribe and all that good stuff. Rate if you're on iTunes or whatever. Um, the next video will probably be the podcast next week. I think I'm gonna. What I'm gonna do with the wait the next waiver video as soon as the double game weeks are announced, I'm gonna do the waiver video because I'm pretty sure it's gonna be a big double game week 22, and I'm hoping they announce the fixture soon so I can get the waiver video done. But I'm not gonna do it until the double game week fixture are announced because there's no point. Um, so well yeah, the that's it. Cup games. yeah, I think it probably will be, which is annoying. I, I suspect it'll be next Monday, maybe next Tuesday. So mm. the next video will probably be the podcast for next week. Um, other than that, thank you for coming on uh, and we'll see you next week. <laughs>